The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Hello there, Power Partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power. It's Star Style. Be the star you are with us, your personal growth experts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And we are so excited for today because it is a show of sea to shining sea. On Star Style, Be the Star You Are, we're going to have great authors and a teen jazz soul fashion star from across the pond in Scotland in segment two, the incredible new book, A Journey Begins, The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob, with author Brooke Olbrey. He will bring his positive sailing to our shores. And then in our third segment, you're going to meet Sir Elton John's protege, a quirky 14-year-old fashion idol who is taking the world literally by storm. Her name is Talia Storm. And she will be with us shortly, but coming right up in our Tea for Two Health Matters, Heather and I are going to be discussing how to save the seas. But first of all, the Miracle Moment, brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR or visit StarStyleProductions.com to book your session because you are the star of your own life. And the miracle moment is from the book, Blue Ocean Bob, by Brooke Oldbreeze. And it's this. Think it, see it, believe it, achieve it. And Heather, today's show is all about that. It's about making the impossible possible and believing in our dreams and knowing that it can absolutely happen. So the oceans occupy nearly 71% of our planet's surface. And more than 97% of our water is contained in them. 99% of the Earth's living space is inhabited by organisms living in the sea. That just is an amazing statistic. So why then are we not taking better care of our precious oceans and seas? Heather, I know that you have several things that we can do to help the oceans prosper. So let's talk about 
saving our sea and why it is so important to us as humans? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I actually live in a beach community, and so I see it first firsthand how we're affected by the ocean. And amazingly enough, there's so many times we can't even go in the ocean. As you're saying, 71% of the world is ocean. It's amazing to think uh, the, how people still have such a lack of fresh water and that our water is contaminated. And what we, a lot of times, the kind of the butterfly effect is when our water is contaminated, so are those 99% of living organisms that are in that water are getting contaminated too. So first thing, you know, to try to help our oceans is try to learn as much as you can. Just as I was saying before is that there's local information. So um, me being in Redondo Beach, right, there's, there's all these kinds of state, local government things talking about seafood contamination as well as uh, beach warnings regarding for uh, closures. Every time it rains, when it rains, there's all that runoff from, um, you know, the streets, all that goes into our waterways. And many times, um, I know when I previously lived in San Diego, um, after it rains, you couldn't go in the water. For surfers, there would be non-surf advisories for people not to go in the water for up to 48 hours after because the water was so highly polluted um, from all the runoff that had come in. So really, relabeled, um, find out, you know, what's, what is exactly in um you know, what exactly you're putting into the drains and when these foreclosures are going on. Be a smarter shopper just to begin with. Um, a, a movie that I've talked about many times, The Cove, uh, regarding, you know, uh, Dolphin Safe Tuna and all the stuff with that. Be really cautious. Find out where your stuff is coming from if, um, you know, if there's any danger to the ocean in the process of getting it. Also, really make sure, you know, there's a lot now, there's um, sustainable fish burning that represents uh the environment, and it uses the water from, you know, really kind of reusable resources. So for a lot of times, they're healthy so that we're not overfishing our waters. A big thing, too, is this That is really important because, you know, we want our oceans to be sustainable. And so these, you know, if we get things from the fish farms, that is going to be better. So we really do need to ask our grocery stores and restaurants where their fish or the products from the sea are actually coming from. Exactly, and and the big thing, you know, we need to bring back up the population thing. There's, our oceans are so overfished, and that's why a lot of times, you know, one step is very expensive, but also we're affecting everything around it because we're taking this out. If there, if uh, if we're taking out one complete creature, that may be something that another um, sea creature needs to eat off of. So sort of, you know, habitats and it's all that kind of the whole circle of life. Make sure just whenever you're going shopping, find out if it's, Wild, farm fresh, or what they do to conserve um, for uh, ocean animals. Another thing, too, is just conserving water to begin with. Uh, many times there's droughts going on. Being in California, we have experienced many droughts and having to be water conscious. Um, if you are in, you know, a California or just an area in general, even when droughts are not going on, use that water consciousness. Um, use low, uh, low flow shower faucets. Um, as well as shower heads and just in, um, you know, regular sinks. And don't run water constantly. Um, for example, if you're not doing, uh, if you're hand-washing things, don't keep the, the water running. If you're brushing your teeth, turn it off. All this amounts of water, it's amazing how many gallons of water we use every day. And I, know and I, I can am, add in there, being the gardener, that if you are watering your garden, do it in the morning or the evening, and it's better to do it in the morning because then that way it reduces the evaporation, but also it 
sustains your plants throughout the warm day. And then also put a trigger nozzle on your outdoor hoses because that will help you use your water more efficiently. Exactly. And another thing, too, uh, speaking of being out in the garden, if you want those gorgeous flowers, a lot of times we use herbicides and pesticides. But something that we may not realize is that when those get wet, those, again, become runoff. They go, you know, down the drains. They go into the street. When we do clippings, that's another big thing, too. When you are clipping your yard, you know, doing prunings, reuse stuff, make a compost pile, um, and also throw away. And, and let me say something talking about yeah. lawns again is just take off the bag and let the lawn clippings stay on the lawn because it adds nitrogen and it actually helps your lawn. So that, that saves our planet as well. Perfect. And that's yeah, using a non-toxic. And again, we've, we've talked before about using homemade non-toxic products. Instead of using, you know, those bleach-filled things, you can use baking soda, vinegar, lemon juice. Instead of a lot of those hazardous chemicals, which, again, are going down the sinks, are going in the streets, are ending up in the ocean. And something big thing we're talking about, the water being contaminated, well, it's the whole thing. Certain, um, you know, when the fish are drinking the water, they themselves are becoming contaminated. Then we are getting contaminated fish or we can't eat the fish. Prices go up. We get sick. And also we're hurting the environment. So look at the big picture of all those things. Um, when talking about, again, the runoff and, and uh, making compost piles, it's also using your garbage correctly. Um, it's so easy to recycle now and then. Even if you don't have um, a daily, you know, some people are fortunate they have garbage systems where they set up the various kinds of garbage cans where one goes into recycling, one's, you know, regular garbage, and one's even compost. Um, that if you pay for a regular garbage to come, and you don't have the luxury of that if you just sort of, you know, have a communal uh, big kind of dumpster that you put in, still take the effort to separate. Sometimes in complexes they have one, you know, a big dumpster that is meant for recycling as well as um, a dumpster that's just for your regular, you know, household goods. But also think of the fun thing of it. You can make a little extra cash. Take it to recycling all, almost every grocery store, um, or at least within 10-mile radius of each other, will have these uh, recycle centers. And for certain things, you get anywhere for 5 to $0.10 cents per bottle per can. And sometimes they don't, oddly enough, in California at least, they don't, um, they don't pay for wine bottles, but they still accept it. And unless you're planning some little craft or something, turn in those wine bottles, they will still recycle them. They just won't give you any back, um, any money for it. But that is really important, I think, to talk about the recycling when we're talking about saving our seas and environment because that is so much part of it because garbage and waste is a huge problem in the entire world today. And I just want to mention, since I'm adding a little garden, a little garden advice in here yeah. is that even if you live in an apartment, you can still do composting in just like a, um, a bucket that you could put under your sink where you would put scraps of, you know, carrot scraps, eggshells, coffee grinds, etc. And you make, you actually make a compost tea to put on your balcony plants or your little patio plants. And then you won't have to buy any of those expensive fertilizers and you, your plants will be pest free and they'll be healthier. So there's no excuse not to recycle or to compost even if you're in a small place. Exactly. Another thing, too, is just be considerate overall. I feel like I learned this in second grade. Uh, if you are buying soda cans, a lot of times they come in those six-packs with those plastic entanglements. If you're using those, and it's fine to dispose of them in the garbage, but before you do so, 
chop them up. A lot of times what happens, somehow they end up in the ocean and animals get entangled in it and they choke and birds, fish, all kinds of wildlife. Also, styrofoam, for whatever reason, it ends up in the ocean and it's toxic and it's deadly. Another thing, too, is all those big, beautiful balloons. Sometimes, you know, we release them, sometimes they accidentally, but they end up in the ocean. And, again, wildlife mistakes it for a fish, and they suck it down, and they choke on it. So be really cautious about that. Those are great tips because I really do feel that we forget about things like balloons, you know, that you're, you're happy and you let a balloon go and, or those, the you know, like the cans and things. And I wanted just to add is if you are at the beach or you are out on, uh, you know, on a surfboard or whatever it is, and you see anything uh, on the beach, pick it up. I always like walk with a plastic bag with me that I can collect other people's garbage, and that helps our keep our coastlines clean too. Exactly. That's what I was just going to get to. Kind of last but not least, the biggest thing with all that is if you see things all the time, we make comments of, "Oh God, this place is so dirty," or "What a mess." Get involved. Just like everyone, we all say someone else did. Oh, someone, but we never do it ourselves. If you're concerned about your ocean, if you're concerned, and you can use this doing this in a non-ocean place, things still always end up in the ocean. When you're walking on the street, a great thing again, carrying a bag, picking up other people's trash. Don't worry. You don't know the people. It's fine for whatever reason. They didn't take, you know, the time to throw something away. Help beautify your city. Um, but these little things are well, you can get involved with many organizations that do beach cleanups, um, that help, you know, with waterways, or otherwise you can take it upon yourself and do these things. Carry a plastic bag, go to the beach, clean up, be just conscious. Also, if you're fishing, don't release fishing uh, lines into the water if, you know, if they break off or just to let it go because, again, they get tangled up. They bundle them in the seaweed. Animals eat them. They choke on them. Just be really, the biggest thing is just being cautious. Uh, conscious of these things and putting in your best effort to try to help it. Again, we all, this is the only planet we all share together. If we each just do these little things, we can help our waterways, we can help all of us from getting sick, as well help the animals and make sure we always have clean water. That is such excellent advice, and especially when we think about that this world is really almost all water. There is no reason that we all can't have fresh water with the desalinization that goes on and all the different things. And this is just a little short poem called The Sea that I just wanted to read because we're going to be going in just a minute to Blue Ocean Bob and Brooks Olbrey and his adventures uh, on the sea. And this is The Sea. I am the beautiful sea, the provider for many. You may know me, but only for what is in me. For the beauty I hold, it is I who chooses to make me beautiful, but only for those who deserve it. For being so mysterious and silent, it is anger and frustration for what goes on around me. The way I work, no one shall ever know. For my secrets, you will not understand them. I am the great provider, and if you give up on me, you will lose me forever. So with that, we want to say to everyone, please protect the seas. Save our seas. Heather, thank you for a fabulous segment on our oceans. Would you give out the website? Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. And Heather will be back with us in segment three when Talia Storm is on with us. But right now, we are going to go to my very good friend and his new book, which you're all going to love, The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob, A Journey Begins with all new illustrations. Stay with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Brittany. 
We will be right back. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you so much for staying tuned to Star Style. Be the star you are, where the world comes to talk and listen. And every week we bring you the pioneers on the planet who enhance your life and increase your happiness quotient. Margaret Mead said, always remember that you are absolutely unique, just like everyone else. And with that, it is so exciting to have my good friend Brooks Albrey back with us today with his book, The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob. And it is a journey begins. This is a brand new book with new characters and new illustrations that was inspired and guided by his son. Welcome back, Brooks, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you so much. It's great to be back, and you know, I appreciate you supporting me from the very beginning, and, and it's great to be back now with this, this new edition. Well, you're now a seasoned veteran now with the second edition of Blue Ocean Bob, and, and your son is a few years older, and this time around, he had a huge influence on how you were going to go about it on some of the music that you did, you know, for your website and uh, your video. Let's talk about the journey. It, this book is called The Journey, A Journey Begins. Let's talk about your personal journey in creating this new version of The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob. Yes, I mean, I think you learned so much by doing, and, and I was inspired to do the first book. Um, Nicholas was around the age of the picture book. Uh, he was four years old when I started it. 
I think it, when I came out, he was, he was around five and a half. And the first book is actually the first chapter of this chapter book. This is, you know, the text is the same, slightly edited, but basically the same. And uh, when I did the first book, I had already written the, the four chapters in this book as well as a few more. And as I, after I did the first book, what I realized is that it is a great picture book. I think the first book came out very well, and it, it stands, stands on its own. But that the themes that I was getting at were for a little bit older kids. And so as I talked to some experts in, in the children's book area and other people, I just thought this would be better, and it would suit me better to put it into a chapter book format. And so what it really is is an early chapter book. So it's very heavy on illustration still, but it has a lot more context, a lot more text, a lot more content. And the five chapters, each one deals with a different principle, but it's a little bit, uh, let's say it's hidden. The principles are hidden a little bit uh, and more to be discovered by the kids as they read the story. Well, what I love about your first book as well as this book is the message. Because, as you said, they are beautiful illustrations, but... In your rhyming, and by the way, for all our listeners, every chapter is rhyming. For example, I'm just going to read a little bit of chapter two, A Clam Points the Way. Bob knew that his purpose, his reason to be, was to care for all creatures and life in the sea. But how to begin? Which direction to take? There were so many possible choices to make. And so your rhyming is beautiful, but what, but what is in the rhymes is the words, the message of the direction. And you're not only in your book talking about caring and saving the sea as, as is the theme of our show today, but you are introducing the readers to different characters and to principles of living, whether it be purpose or passion or, you know, being on track or having a vision or keeping to your goals. But as you said, they're kind of hidden in the poetry. Yes, and you know, I I purposely did that because I didn't want it to be too uh, um, preachy to the kids. You know, if the if the chapter title was you know, find a vision or develop a vision. So, but I did in the back flap of the hardcover put a, a little icons of fish and its purpose, vision, goals, attitude, and persistence in the five fish, just as kind of a reminder at the end. This is what this is what you learned in the book. Um, th- these were the principles that were in the book, but. They weren't, you know, I think they'll put it together um, after they read it. And obviously uh, those concepts are, are there. And that was a really clever way to do it, as well as you have the map of, you know, of the journey that that Bob is going on. Now, it seems to me that Bob has grown up a bit in this book, too. <laughs> he, he, he just seems like he is he's already wiser. And Zena, the hummingbird, she is like his... His alt, she's always the one that is like, oh, should we be doing this? Is this the right thing? Just like in real life where we always have that naysayer who loves us and wants the right thing for us, but isn't always as encouraging as possible. So you didn't just make the book, you know, one positive word after another. You showed the resistance and that as all of us have to do, we have to overcome obstacles and sometimes we have to even overcome some of the advice of the people that uh, we're closest to. That's right. And, and, you know, I study a lot of this stuff, you know, or had begun studying a lot of these things for myself, and it was wanting to translate it for kids and bring it down to their level that, that really motivated me to do this book. It wasn't, I just want to write children's books. 
And so something like Xena, I mean, there's a reason her name is Xena, because the X factor, and I credit Bob Proctor with that, you know, the X factor, the thing that's always kind of holding you back, always, you know, should I really do this? Can I really do this? I don't know how to do this. Um, so Xena's always there, but she's still a very friendly character. She's still his guardian. She's still his friend. He, it's, it, it's just that resistance, as you say, that's kind of always there with us when we're trying to do things like write children's books that, you know, <laughs> for the first time. Well, you know, you were saying about Bob Proctor, you were influenced by, you know, many people who have written books, uh, you know, many great um, great thinkers before because you are a big reader yourself. But what I found so interesting, and you shared this with us the first time you were on the show a few years ago, was that you actually went to a, a conference where Bob was speaking and you had this idea for a book and you went up to him and shared it. And why don't you just tell tell our listeners again what his response was? Because this is why you're doing what you're doing today. Yeah, and it's why I'm so grateful to him because I had this idea of telling him about this, that you could translate this for kids, and here's an idea. And I gave him the whole layout of Blue Ocean Bob and the different characters, and, and he just looked at me and just very quickly said, that's a great idea. Why don't you do it? <laughs> you have a you have a kid to, you have a young five year old to inspire you and you know this isn't my information it's, it's you know well, it, it's out this is information you know for everyone so why don't you go do it can you do that and he he literally put me on the spot and handed me a gold card and asked me to sign it you know by the end of the weekend and I followed through and I did it and so that's just what got me going on this whole process and then I realized that I love doing this that this was really something that there was a reason I guess I was asking that question because once I started doing it I just I really enjoyed it, and it uh, was wonderful to, as you said, include my son, who's been so helpful and I think uh, has learned a lot in the whole process, too. Well, and I honor you for following up, because how many times are we offered an opportunity, and it, it, instead we, you know, we go to our resistance side, we go to our doubter, and we say to ourselves, oh, I could never do that, I'm not a writer, oh, I'm not good enough, somebody else will need to do it. But you stepped up, you stepped up for, to the plate, you learned everything you could about writing, about publishing, about getting an illustrator, or, you know, you worked on the poetry, you talked to your son, you talked to other people, and you've done it, and this is book two. <laughs> and so I think you have to give yourself a pat on the back. We are talking with author Brooks Albury. His book is The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob, A Journey Begins, and it's a beautifully illustrated chapter book for young children. However, I must say, you know, I was reading it again last night as I was uh, lying in bed, Brooks, and I thought this is a real book for all ages because because. What is said in there, we need to hear this all the time. We need to stay on purpose. We need to have goals. We need to create a vision board. And then we need to, you know, act on it and go forward. And, you know, perseverance, perseverance, perseverance is the only thing that's ever going to get us there. And your book gently guides us. Yeah, as you say, sets a sail on that. Let's get back to your son, Nicholas, though, because... Uh, I was reading that he had said to you, yeah, it's, and some parts are good, but they need to be funnier. So what were some of the things that really stood out for him that were more important to do? Well, you know, poor Nicholas. You know, <laughs> he had to listen to the very first versions of it because I wasn't willing to read it to anybody else. And, but he always gave me insightful advice, and, something like, and he's always honest. So something like that, like, Dad, it's got to be funnier. I mean, you know, I really took to heart because it was true. Um, and in some ways, I was able to make it funnier, I think, in the, in the text, but in other ways, I really took that 
for the illustrations to guide the illustrator and say, hey, let's make, you know, Doc funny in this way, or let's do this with Wallace to, to make him, you know, kind of charming. And, and he also, but he also made some other comments that are, that are great, too, like, Dad, you know, that's really good. You're actually a really good amateur writer. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and it just made me laugh. Those are big words, you know. Those are big words. Yeah. Well, you know, Brooks, I have a suggestion, I think, in, in future books. Maybe maybe is going to be by Brooks and Nicholas Albright. <laughs> well, already he's my partner on the app project he is i heard i heard that that he's already doing that well let's talk about some of the new characters that you introduce because for all the young ladies out there you will be happy to know that we have a female heroine in this book too who is a marine biologist mary the marine biologist so that is a that was exciting to add her what made you come up with the fact that it, she was going to be, that Mary was going to be a female that was going to help him with the persistence and some of the other traits that he needed to learn? You know, it just made sense to me. I don't know. It just, it, 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 it just made sense that Mary was going to be a kind of 22-year-old, you know, expert, maybe 25, I don't know, but that she was going to guide him. And, and um, I, I just have always felt, you know, that there should be, equal representation and, and, and in this book and everything. And uh, it was just natural to have her as his mentor. And um, it, uh, it's just, it's, it, just was, it just flowed that way, just as the whole book did. And I think it, it works as, as she's really his, you know, close uh, she's his mentor guide. for yeah. what he's doing in his career. The other characters are more advisors, you know, wise men, sages, uh, Zena is a female too. Don't forget, um, who's you know his, his daughter. That's right. Uh, but there's the hummingbird. Her, she's a yeah. sweet little hummingbird. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very very pretty too. Um, and so, so I think you know she. But she has actually you know his his kind of his most important mentor because she's the one showing him how to do what it is he wants to do, and the other mentors are giving him kind of life life lessons in how to get there. Well, and it's very exciting that on, well, on his own and with the help of some of these, these guides, that he chooses some very, um, interesting ways to master the test when he has to go tag the whale and what he decides to do. And I think that is showing how it's so important that we take risks in life, you know, that we just don't sit in our comfort zone all the time. And Mary makes sure to show him how happy she is with his outcome. So, you know, it's like when she said, I know you'll go the distance. That has to make people feel so great when they find out that they've really done their very best and that you can you can achieve whatever you believe in. Like you say, think it, see it, believe it, achieve it. It's conceive, believe, achieve. That's right. And I believe that. So (laughs) that's why, you know, I can write these stories with confidence because I've seen it in my own life, um, how that has worked and how I've been able to achieve certain things. And we have a lot more power than we sometimes think we do to to mold our futures and, and and also the environment that we, we are in and that, that we, that basically we affect. 
Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, you had said before that why, when I asked you why was it the sea, you know, why did you choose to do Blue Ocean, Bob? And you had said because your family really enjoyed uh, vacations that were by the sea. And again, the whole idea of protecting the sea and there's a huge adventure there. Do have you do you feel the same today you know that in writing these adventures are you just getting inspired by other things that you see in nature or by other animals or by your by other children what where and you know I know it's you know books and all of that but where are some of your main inspiration coming from for the characters or for your poems or or just for the thought processes I mean, I think I'm being more inspired. The more I've written these books, the more inspired I've, I've become or, or kind of fascinated with the ocean and ocean creatures. There was just a special on this past Sunday. It's coming up again this Sunday by uh, daughter of Jacques Cousteau about the oceans, and we watched it at home, and it's just unbelievable photography and just these animals that I didn't even know you know, existed, some of them, and, and the life that they have and, and how the ocean is, some, I don't know, maybe the percentage is wrong, but around 70% of our world is the oceans and, and just how much we That's don't exactly really understand. That's exactly right. You're right. We just did a whole segment on saving the sea, and the oceans occupy 71% of our planet, 71% of our planet's surface, and 97% of our water is contained in the oceans. But here's where your Blue Ocean Bob book really comes in. 99% of the Earth's living space is inhabited by organisms living in the sea. So just think how many books you're going to be able to continue writing with The Adventures of Blue Ocean, Bob. The journey has just begun. It is just the beginning, and there's so much more to come. Well, Brooks, let's give out your websites so that people can journey with you, find the apps, and listen to the music that Nicholas has chosen and buy the book and see where the next one's going. So... We can go to the adventures of blueoceanbob.com and the, your sites are just beautiful also what you're doing there, Brooks. Yeah, it's just beautiful. What is the next book or can you tell uh, us? Let me just, just add there also blueoceanbob.com. The adventures of blueoceanbob.com is kind of a special launch site for this book, but blueoceanbob.com is my main site. And there, if you looked around, you could find a, uh, preview of the app, which is the whole first chapter with narration. You can see the book previews and everything. So everything is at blueoceanbob.com, but kind of the special offer you know, for this book is at theadventuresofblueoceanbob.com. So, okay, the Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob is the sales page, and then the site for all of what Brooks is doing is blueoceanbob.com. Well, congratulations again, Brooks, and also a shout-out to you for your and gratitude to you for all the help you've done for the charity Be the Star You Are, and you were just a great supporter when Hurricane Sandy, that superstorm, hit the East Coast, and you got... You shipped books to help the victims. Really appreciated it. You helped us with when the tornado hit Joplin. And you're just such a a great, great person to be so caring like this. So from all of us to you, congratulations and our gratitude for saving the oceans and (laughs) for saving other people. Thank you, Brooks, for being on Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Well, we, we love having you. We hope that you'll come back. And when we come back from break, we are going across the pond. Well, actually, she's come across the pond to uh, the United States of America. We have the teen sensation, rising superstar, 
who is causing a storm, or actually her name is Talia Storm, do not go away. We will be right back, and we have an entertaining segment for you. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And we will be back in a bit to rock out. Stay with us. The star you are. Be the star you are. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Be the star you are. You are the star. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Woohoo! It is a pleasure to bring you our life-changing power program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where every week we introduce you to the authors, the artists, the musicians, the thinkers, the jumpstarters, and the innovative minds that are shaping the world we live in. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are your personal growth coaches. And this program is brought to the airways under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. Well, what's really cool is giving profuse thanks for the good fortunes that befall others. And that's what Heather and I are doing today. We are celebrating a young lady who is taking the world literally by storm as a soul jazz singer and a fashion icon. And she's only 14. She's in the USA for the first time to speak on stage with Chelsea Clinton at TEDx Teen Conference in New York City. And Sir Elton John says that she has the potential to be bigger than just about everybody else out there. Her name is Talia Storm, and we want to welcome her to Star Style and to America. Hello, Talia. You're here with Cynthia and Heather. Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) I hope that you had a wonderful trip and aren't too exhausted coming across that big pond. Thank you. Yes, it was delightful. Well, let's start off right from the beginning. We have watched your videos. We have perused all your magazines. It's only a little over a year ago that you were vacationing in Hawaii with your parents, and something epic happened. Tell us the story. 
Well, I was on holiday with um, my grandfather and my family, and um, my so happened to be the Elton John and his partner were staying at our hotel, and um, after a while of stalking that you know failed to you know didn't turn out, the next day I saw David Furnish at breakfast, and you know I just kind of thought, when is a Glasgow girl from Scotland ever gonna be in this circumstance, like ever? So you know, um, I went up to the reception, you know, wrote a quick note, got my demo, it went down. You know, passed it on to David Furnish and was like, look, um, if there's any way you could pass this on, it would just be incredible. And before you know it, the next day, um, my phone rings and it's Elton John. And, um, Unbelievable! I know, it was just the most incredible experience of my life. I mean, the fact that he's calling me when I'm going to the security, San Francisco airport, I mean, it was like something out of a movie. I mean, um, like, um, my mum is freaking out because I'm one of four, and you can imagine the scene. Like, she's trying to get the trunkies and the Spider-Man suitcases on the bill, and I'm here like, <laughs> Mom, Elton John's on the phone, you know? So, um, you know, after a while of, you know, my phone cutting off and, you know, trying to get through security, I eventually got to speak to him, and he was just the most incredible man. I mean, he was, like, such a father figure. I mean, he spoke to me like my dad. It was just so natural. And um, it was just so um, lovely. And, you know, um, um, he said all this stuff like um, he, he was naming all my songs as if he's, you know, played them and he was commenting on them and what parts he likes and the arrangements. And he's saying that he played my tracks in Honolulu Football Stadium at Soundcheck to all his band. And he said they all loved it. And um, they couldn't believe I was 14 and um, well, 13 at the time. And then um, before you know it, he asked me if I would like to open his concert in Scotland. Oh, All right. this had to be a no, dream yeah, come true, I'm right, Heather? About, yeah, well, something I was curious about, um, you have such a powerhouse voice, and you're so young. It's so amazing. So you had a demo. Um, so obviously, when were you already kind of set at, at what age? At such a young age, you knew you were going to be a singer um, how, I mean, you had already had your demo, so were you already trying to pursue a music career? Yeah, well, um, singing's always something I wanted to do. I mean, like, in my school, everybody's got something, whether it's, like, soccer or baseball, like, everybody has their thing, and this is my thing, singing. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, I just started recording, and I've been growing up with it because my dad's a jazz pianist. So, you know, um, whenever I got the chance to go into the studio, I would just, you know, um you know, do a couple of tracks. You know, I aspire from, like, Ella Fitzgerald and Dinah Washington. So, you know, singing is always something I really wanted to do. And, you know, I religiously got my demo on me. And I think just because of that moment and that quick thinking, I was like, you know what, this is the chance of a lifetime. Well, I think what's amazing, too, Talia, is you actually jumped at the t- at the chance and you didn't let that little voice inside of you say oh gosh i'm just a little lass from scotland what you know why would elton john want it you just went for it girl exactly and i'm exactly that's, what, that's the lesson here is jump right in with both feet Thank you. I mean, um, it's just an experience. You know that moment when you're like, you know what, I'm from a tiny village in Scotland. You know, I'm not talking one million people. I'm talking 1,700 people. And I'm like, when am I ever going to be in this exact, you know, circumstance? And I'm like, you know what, um, he, the, he's, this is the partner of my hero. I mean, why wouldn't you, you know? Of course. Well, you know, speaking of growing up in this small place, I know Heather has some questions. You are becoming this fashion icon. So where did this come from? Well, um, I've just been always such a huge fan of 
fashion and um, although um, all credits have to go to my sister Tessie I mean um, we've she styles me she um, she has you know the eye of a um, we've been playing dress up for years I mean from my high school musical days to you know filming videos and little ballerina outfits that we've put together out of mum's closet and um, um, when I it was my ninth birthday. I got a sewing machine, and it was like one of these, you know, these wee kitty ones. And, you know, I just started to make all these, like, little dresses. You know, we put on little mini fashion shows in our house with, like, you can imagine, like, walking on tables and things like that. And um, it's always been a part of us. So we were like, um, if there's any chance that, you know, we can actually take this into the real, you know, the real world. So, I mean, I love old Hollywood glamour. I mean, these ladies know, knew how to dress. So um, we just started reading books and, like, um, you know, these old Christian Dior books. And you know, I just love the eccentricity of, you know, the like Jean-Paul Gaultier and all these people. So I think we just kind of um, experimented, I guess. That's so cool. Have you ever considered starting your own line? Is that something you consider? I mean, because you're so influential especially to all these young girls with this such a hip, original style. Have you thought of kind of manufacturing, putting out um, your own label or your own kind of line? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I think we want to do like a couture, but high street. I mean, that's the dream. Because, you know, all these girls, they open up Vogue and we're like, oh my goodness, these couture Chanel, that's incredible, we all want it. But then I'm like, you know... Um, how how do you have your own identity, but, you know, in, like, a high street form, if you know what I mean by that? So, um, you know, if I can just experiment, I do, just the opportunity, you know, like like a fake Christian Dior. Like, like <laughs> this is going to be so great, though, because, I mean, uh, the Glamour magazines are already courting you and featuring you on their covers and insides and all of this. So your dream is coming true, and that for your sister as well, did you love Jean-Paul Gaultier? You saw his exposition, right? Did yes. you get to see it? Uh, in yeah, San Francisco? it was incredible. Wasn't I mean, it incredible? It was. Yes, Heather and amazing. I went to it too, as well, and it was just so amazing. And having you know the runway, with, I just can't imagine all those. All the models were so teeny tiny. I know. I mean, um, <laughs> we've just. I mean, we've the amount of fashion biographies that are in our house that my mom just collected over these years. I mean, they're such magnificent books. I mean, from the great designers, you know, through the ages, like the Coco Chanel, through to the, like, Alexander McQueen, and, you know, all these. Um, my, one of my favorites was um, Lanvin and um, the 60-year of style by Dior. Oh, yes. And oh, yes. Was, and um, it, Ultimate Style. Um, who was that by? Um, Bettina Zilk, I think it was, and Eleanor Lambert. I mean, they created the legendary best dress list in 1940, I think it was. And, um, I mean, these just feature the most amazing and stylish women I've, I mean, I've ever seen in my life. And um, I think um, if you could just inspire to be remotely something like what these women wear, um, like Jean Tierney and um, Diana Vreeland, um, like Bianca Jagger. Yeah, I mean, and, and so many, as you said, so much glamour of Hollywood. Exactly. Was, the glamour in the 40s was amazing. You know, there was just uh -huh. some, and the lighting, and maybe uh -huh. it was a lot of the black and white pictures. Yeah, and I noticed that you do a lot of things with black and white yourself, mm -hmm. which is just, it's, it's edgy. It's very edgy and fun. And what, tell us about your hair. It's so wild and out there. It's great. 
Well, you know, um, my hair is so curly and um, it just takes so well to crimpers. I mean, my hair is constantly a frizz ball because it's just so natural. And um, I just love, you know, expressing myself. I mean, you know, go big or go home. So, you know, <laughs> you know that's my... Right. Well, you know, when you say express yourself, I'm just going to tell the listeners is that Talia Storm is also going to be on a couple of our shows of our teen sister show, Express Yourself. So be watching Express Yourself teenradio.com where she will be interviewed by the teens themselves and I know they're going to have a lot of great crazy uh, questions for her but so you are going to be speaking this weekend at TEDx Teen had you even heard of TEDx before you were invited to meet Chelsea Clinton and speak with all well one of your idols is going to be there right Niall that's I mean the fact that Niall Rogers had um founded this and the We Are Family Foundation and given me this opportunity is just incredible. I mean, to join this, um, he's, I mean, he's, he's inspirational. I mean, he's like the lead, the god of this industry. I mean, I've grown up listening to his music. and um, But yeah, I have heard of, um, I did before because my dad was such a huge fan of TED, um, the, the main, the main organization. And um, I think when they, when we first, you know, got told about this, I think he just couldn't believe it. He was like, you know, oh my goodness, because I mean, all his life, just for him to be um, remotely associated with this would just be a dream come true. In order, for, and then I come and get the teen one first. It was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, but see, yeah. that's opening the door for your dad. <laughs> I know, and um, it's just such a amazing organization i mean all these um teams around the world to just have this huge conversation you know coming together it's just such a, an amazing idea you know everybody to tell their stories and i can't wait to hear what everybody's got to say but that's you know, the excitement I, I, of it I had a question. I mean, you are living every little girl's dream of being a, you know, a rock star and a fashion icon. And, you know, you, at least in America wise, you can't even drive yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of that, I mean, are you, school wise, are you still attending regular school? Are you homeschooling or what's, I mean, you, you speak so eloquently and you definitely have amazing street spots. But when it comes to school stuff, what's, what's kind of going on with that? Well, um, I've got to be pretty honest. I am a bit of a nerd. I still go to regular school. Um, you know, as I said earlier, I mean, every, everybody's got something, you know, if it's like swimming or like, you know, yeah. soccer or something, you know, this is kind of my it, if you know what I mean. So I think everybody just respects that and lets me get on with it, you know, because I think they all know that, you know, this is what I want to do and I'm in it for the long run. I think that's amazing. I think that's always a great takeaway that you can be this rock star, this icon that you still you still stay in school. <laughs> now, Talia, you know, taking oh, it's <laughs> so so impressive. I just wanted to so, um, so you, what are you know other than this big event you're going? Um, has your new album? I, I listen to your music, and Scott, you just have you sound so. If I didn't see you, I would think you were so much old. You just have such a beautiful, mature voice. What's your plan musically wise for America? Are you planning a tour or an album coming out here? 
Um, well, I'm trying to build up as many songs as possible, like a repertoire. I've got um, 15 done so far and, um, you know, like five in the lineup. And, um, you know, it's just all about the live experience. So, you know, I just want to see everywhere. So, you know, as much as I can get done over here, you know, small scale, as you know, big scale. I mean, the dream is to perform in front of thousands of people daily. But, you know, you're just going to start small, as everybody does, and, you know, just build up and, you know fan base, you know, it's just all about me and a microphone and that's what I love doing and um, hopefully one day, you know, I'll be able to share it with everyone. I'm not so sure you're starting small though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure that when you, we start small by having as our mentor and our guide, <laughs> uh, Sir Elton John. And speaking of that though, Talia, so is, is Sir Elton John having a real input on how your album's going to come about or what direction you're going to take in your career? Well, I mean, Sir Elton's just given me such incredible advice and, um, you know, he's, he's, I feel as if I owe it to him because he's given me this such, um, this big opportunity and I think I just owe it to him. I mean, I owe everything to him. I just wouldn't want to let him down. So, you know, Jazz and Neil Soul, I've just got to stick to my roots and, you know, do what I believe in. And what's so wonderful that both Heather and I are hearing, you are so passionate and you're also very humble. When you go to school or in your little town of a thousand people now, are, have people changed any at all towards you or is everybody pretty much the same? Cause you, I'm sure you are just exactly the same girl you've always been. It's just now you got a big break. But- yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, I think everybody, as I said before, everybody just respects that, you know, this is what I want to do and, you know, there's really no stopping me. And I, I mean, personally, I can't believe the year I've had and I'm just so grateful and, um, I just I just want to enjoy it as it comes and you know, I just wanna work as hard as I can and you know, I sing in the morning, sing in the evening, sing in every spare chance I've got and you know, I think everybody knows that and they're like, Well, you know, she's gonna put that much in then you know, we're not stopping her, you know? Well, I think what's the the inspiration for everyone that is listening to this, both young and old, is the fact when you're passionate, when you're perseverant, when you have the guts to go out of your comfort zone, just as you did in handing that demo, and you're prepared. So, you know, you're passionate, prepared, perseverance, and you practice, practice, practice. There is no way to fail when you have those ingredients, and you are just keeping it up. You're saying true to your goals true to your vision, and you're making your dreams come true. We can all shoot for the stars. Whether we land on them or not is really up to us, and you're making it happen. And so congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank it's you. It's just so exciting. Now, do you have any fun, you know, little plans? Um, obviously, you're going to see New York City, and mm-hmm. uh, will you be here very long? Um, well, I'm only here till um, Sunday. So um, I think every wee chance I've got in and out of rehearsals, um, I think I'll just, you know, have a wee walk around. I mean, um, yeah, you're going to sleep when you get back to Scotland, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, um, I think I really want to go to Central Park if I can sneak there um, <laughs> at one time. I mean, you know, just take it all in. It's just a, a beautiful city. Now, are your, is your family with you then? Um, uh, just my mom. Uh, that would be Heather and I. That's what. That's how we travel too. <laughs> it's really great, and but it's so wonderful that you have a very supportive family, and that's one of the things that's important, yeah. right, Heather, is to have the support of people around you, somebody that loves you and knows that you can do it. 
Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do this without, you know, my little brothers and sisters, you know, my big sister, Tessie, and I think that's what just kind of makes it work, that, you know, we all, you know, it's just like a big family affair, really. Well, and it's going to be, so hopefully you'll be doing some of the talk show rounds and uh-huh. get some television, and, uh-huh. you know, we're going to just see you, we'll be, maybe we'll see you on the big screen pretty soon as well. Yes, well, thank you so much. Well, let's give out your websites, and so... TaliaStorm.com is the main website, but you've got to go to her YouTube, which is uh, YouTube.com, and then Talia Storm. You've ha- you've got to see these; these are just fabulous. And of course, you didn't tell us you're a Huffington uh, Post uh, blogger as well. Say, tell a little bit about that. Is are you enjoying doing that? I absolutely love it. I mean, um, as I said, I'm a complete nerd, and I love writing. I mean, I'm such a huge fan of English and poetry. I think just any chance I can get that, you know, I again, it's a way of expressing myself. And, you know, if there's any way I can sneak a wee blog in, um, I just, you know, go for it. Um, you know, it's just like a personal diary, really. And um, I love, you know, sharing that with everyone. And, um, you know, it was just, it was just, you know, the time of, I can't believe that I was even asked by them. So, you know, um, you know, I'm just keeping it real. You know, any, you know, I'm t- I even talk about my flaws. I mean, you know, anything that, anything that goes wrong, anything that really happens, I mean, I'll be sharing it. Well, and that's the that's the beauty of what you're doing is you're keeping it real. We'll link your blog on our Express Yourself site because we have a creative uh, space for young adults called Express Yourself, and Great. we have blogs, so we're going to have to put you up there. Heather, did you have any final questions for Talia before we have to let her go? No, you know, I think just my ultimate thing is in your just a, just a fun question. Saying, you know, in your dream thing, what would be your dream music collaboration? If you could do a collaboration with anyone, who would that be? I think, um, I think John Legend. I'm such a huge fan of him. I mean, um, I could be here till Christmas because there's so many incredible people out there. That is exciting. Well, I'm sure you'll be doing a collaboration. Yeah, You'll I'm, probably do a collaboration with Sir Elton John as yeah. well. Uh-huh. And even mm-hmm. like um, even like to get to work with Quincy Jones or someone like that. I mean, it's yeah. his birthday today, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just, um, it's just fingers well, crossed. Well, congratulations. Yes, well, thank you so much. Um, thank you so thank much you, for Cynthia. being on Star Style. And again, uh, she will be on Express Yourself Teen Radio. You can listen to this again at starstaleradio.com and you can go to her website, taliastorm.com. Check out her, her, uh, her YouTube. Her voice is just killer. And I think that we'll be probably seeing her writing books and we'll have her blogs. You've got a bright future ahead of you. Congratulations to your parents and stay real and authentic the way you are. You are a true treasure, Talia. Thank you. Thank you so much Thank for so being much. with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in to Heather and I every week where we bring you the artists and authors because we want to change your life and make your dreams come true, and we bring you the people that show you how to do that. For more information about Be the Star You Are, go to bethestarur.org. And for information about Star Style, starstyleproductions.com. And until next week when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness prevails, and smiles keep us happy. This is Cynthia Bryan. 
And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We thank you and encourage you. Be the star you are. Thanks, Talia. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.